Just like you, a white boy, to say to me. <laughs> now we're equal. Because you can record <laughs> on Zoom. That's right. That's right. Oh, my gosh. Equality at its finest, Jared. Yeah. You, can you finally stop complaining about slavery? <laughs> <laughs> Just oh, ask, yeah. and I'll give you the controls. <laughs> Should have been hearing the names Jared was calling me people before we started recording. <laughs> no, I said very nicely, please, may I please have the co-hosting ability. Excuse I, me, sir. I, I would appreciate it if you I would let me you. be what I am on this podcast. If it's not too much of a bother. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. If it All doesn't right. take too much hair off of your chinny chin chin, if you could just make me co-host, that'd be great. Yeah. wonder if we should have had a swankier intro tune for this one since we are talking about luxurious designer brands today, Jared. Some, like some smooth jazz. High class jazz. Some high class jazz. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. None of that too experimental stuff. Though. Right. Have. <laughs> right. The microphone has to be made out of carrot gold that it was recorded on. You know, of course. Hello and welcome to the Untranslatable Podcast. We are here today to talk about designer brands, uh, brand names, status, prestige, all that good stuff, uh, and we're going to try to unpack quite a few things today related to uh, designer brands, and uh, I think it's going to be a fun one today, but I will uh, give a very quick disclaimer that uh, I am certainly not a fashion expert, nor a designer expert, <laughs> And uh, I don't think my co-host is either, but uh, I'm sure he's done his homework today. And so without further ado, my good buddy Jared, what's going on, Jared? Uh, hello. First of all, brands and, and, and like high and, and goes way past uh, clothes. I'm not here, by the way. Are you, were you thinking we were just going to talk about like clo- like clothes oh, companies? No. Oh, no. We're going oh, way beyond okay. just clothes. Okay. Don't yeah. worry. You don't need to disclaim that we're not fashion experts. We're, we're not experts in most a- any industry. <laughs> <laughs> Except for untranslatables. Let's be honest. Yeah, that's a really, that's an industry that's been great to us. It's a niche expertise so right there, Jared. Um, yeah, no, you do not have to disclaim that we're not fashion experts because we're not experts in a lot of things. Um, but anyway, we're also not experts in Instagram or Twitter, but you can follow us there. <laughs> Untranslatable podcast on Instagram and Untranslatable one, the number one on Twitter. Spread a little love. And you could also give us, or please, how, how should I ask it? Please, would you please give us five-star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher? That would be very nice. Oh, that would be nice. Um, I, have, I, I, I learned, I, <laughs> this is one of my favorite brand moves that I learned about uh, that... Uh, that has been made recently. Arby's, did you hear about this? We have the meats. <laughs> do you, how do you feel about those commercials? I, I, I like the guy's voice who says we have the meats. Was that Ving Rhames? Isn't that who that is? I, I'm not sure. I, I don't know. I mean, they're just fast food commercials on TV. I don't really think much about them. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, anyway, they, um, they, they came out with a new, with a new sandwich. Okay. And they call it the Arby's Meat Mountain. <laughs> what? Type are it. Type serious? it in. Type it in, and I'll explain. Oh, are I'll, you serious? I'll explain what's in oh the Arby's Meat Mountain while you're looking looking at it. So the Arby's Meat Mountain is, uh, I guess I'd say Arby's new four way four eight. There. All right. Here's what's in it. Let me just say it. <laughs> what? Arby's oh really God. really does have the meats. All of them. Starting this month, 
protein fans can bulk up the fast food chain's $10 secret menu. Well, it's not a, I guess it is a secret menu item, but we oh all know it. called the Meat Mountain. By adding a wild-caught Alaskan Pollock fish fillet to a hefty sandwich of two crispy chicken tenders, <laughs> roast turkey, ham, one slice of cheese, cornered beef. Just one brisket. slice of cheese. Yeah, that's not enough. Yeah. <laughs> that's really not. There's actually two slices of cheese in the picture. At least two. I don't know what they're talking I about. I just don't get, how do you even eat oh, this thing? Excuse me. One, one slice of Swiss cheese, one okay. cornered beef brisket. Uh, one no, excuse me. Cornered beef, brisket, mm-hmm. <laughs> Angus steak, one slice of cheddar cheese, roast beef, and uh, three half strip and three half strips of bacon, for no extra cost. Just say uh, you want your meat mountain Denali <laughs> style. <laughs> uh, the meat mountain. We have the meat and uh, and you can add some surf to eight types of turf. The f- oh, so man. some fish is essentially is what they're saying. Right. The fish is the only other protein item that wasn't already on the sandwich with an I additional mean, at that charge. Point, why not? Right? That's disgusting, though. Why not? At that fish? point, why not? <laughs> <laughs> you can't mix. This is an over mixing so of meats. The, so the, there's a there's a picture, Jared, on Google of someone who cut the sandwich in half mm. to show what it looks like if you're about to bite it. Uh, and all I can say is, holy crap! Yeah, it's gross. It's huge. That's well, just, I'm sorry, but that is too much meat right there. I was going to ask you if, if well, you, I know you would not get this Denali style because you yeah, don't definitely like, not can get you some don't fast like food fish. fish. <laughs> um, yeah, you, I guess and that's a good point. Fast food fish is even worse. You I'd don't say. like fish, and uh, the fast food place is probably not the place to convert someone to a fish Although, eater. Although, there's probably less actual fish a- yeah, in that. That's true. It's actually, <laughs> it actually probably tastes pretty similar to a chicken nugget. Just. <laughs> It's that actually is probably a good step into fish because it's like yeah that was good it was uh, or like popcorn shrimp because that's essentially right. just chicken nuggets yeah um, but anyway you probably wouldn't get Denali's time no nope, don't think so <laughs> but would you get the uh, the meat mountain oh, or man. try the meat mountain I mean I think it would be worthy to get just to see the thing mm. it's like I I imagine this thing is about the size of my face when you type in the meat mountain. Mm-hmm. Ar- Arby's Meat Mountain into Google and look at the pictures. They sh- mm-hmm. they have pictures of people that have like bought you know actually bought it, and of course you know it never looks as good. Well, of course not. It's, it, it's, it, 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 it certainly, as I can see from every picture, cannot just stand up like that. Right. <laughs> you need like a special Meat Mountain pole or something. <laughs> yeah, you not know, even you... a toothpick. Right. It needs to be like a Nordic walking one of those Nordic uh, walking uh, ski pole things. Yep. I mean, this is basically a heart attack in a bun, probably. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, it's actually been a while since we've had one of these things, you know? Like, I, I, it's, it, it's, it's sort of refreshing, uh, ironically. <laughs> uh, um, because I feel like it's... I can't even think of the last one of these things that we had. I mean, obviously, there was the infamous double down, but that was right. a while ago. Well, the, the McRib just made a resurgence a little while back. I don't know if that's still out and about. Yeah, that, that always comes and goes at random, like yep. every, every couple yep. of years randomly. And people, for some reason, flock to uh, what is in the shape of a rib. I, I just couldn't get Who past the logical inconsistency of like, this is shaped like a rib, but there isn't a, aren't bones in it. Right. 
<laughs> but yeah, and is no, it actually rib meat? Is it? I mean, there's probably flavored some, there's meat. Probably is some it? rib meat in there, <laughs> right? Oh man, it's just so funny though. I will say this: being you know living back in America now for actually for a year, Jared. It's been it's been a year, which is oh, hard to believe. Congratulations, I um, guess. I, I guess so. Well, it's been the first time I've lived, you know, back in the States for longer than a year since I graduated grad school. Wow. So it's been a little while. Um, but anyways, it's always funny to see these uh, types of fast food things, you know, especially yeah. when I'm back here in the U.S. and I see it happen. And um, it's like, no, I, 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 this, I imagine this is, this is purely to drum up hype because no one... No one is is going into. N- no one is looking for an actual meal and being like, you know, I'll get the meat meat mountain. Yeah, I think I'm feeling. The Would meat you like that Denali today? style? Uh, <laughs> All right. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I'll get it Denali style, right. <laughs> and then like, you know, like eating it during their lunch break. before they go back to work (laughs) you would definitely be in a food coma after that for sure yeah hey where's minor ben he's uh, yeah he said he was going to the bathroom about three hours ago we haven't seen him since you either (sighs) fell asleep or you died or both i'm 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 fetal position in the bathroom on the floor crying oh man this is this is funny though the just the google images and there's like an article the truth about arby's meat mountain sandwich like like what what truth do you need? It's it's a marketing ploy with lots of lots of meat. Yeah. I, don't, I don't see what the what truth I mean, do you need? It, it makes perfect sense. They that's their whole thing. We have the meats, so right. now they're like we we gotta do some big marketing stunt to sh- show them we're not messing around. Exactly, and see even even Arby's right here, the biggest sandwich Arby's has ever sold, stacked ridiculously high <laughs> with almost all the meats. Two chicken tenders, slices oh of gosh. roast turkey, pit smoked ham. I'm glad I ate before we recorded today, Jared, because I would be starving right now. Corn beef, thirteen hour smoked brisket, USDA choice Angus beef, uh, or sorry, steak, uh, roast beef and pepper bacon, and there's also cheddar and Swiss cheese somewhere in there. That's true. It's somewhere in there because it's stacked with so much junk. It's hard to find. Man, that is something else. Something else. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. I'm not. I, I probably wouldn't eat it either way. And I'm not some sort of hero. But I, I've, I've never. I've. Have you ever? I don't think I've ever eaten any of those secret item thing, or not even secret item, but like the marketing ploy things. Yeah, I, I usually don't either. I will say one thing I really like though is uh, the Shamrock Shakes McDonald's has mm. near St. Patty's yeah, Day. Yeah, those are okay. I'm a fan of those. Those are pretty tasty. Those are but okay. I feel like I've, I've I haven't I feel like I've I haven't had one of those since college, and that was probably the first time I had one too. It was okay. first and the last. I could do thing. without it though. Like it was it was an interesting taste, but I don't yearn for it. You know. Right. I will say this, the last last comment I'm going to make about this meat mountain sandwich. Okay. <laughs> this is the if you ever want to offend some vegans, go buy this and you know, if they're protesting somewhere, just go buy this and yeah, uh, that's enjoyingly true. eat it. Put on your fur put on your fur coat. <laughs> right. And eat the meat mountain. That's right. Um oh, yeah, man, but that's, that's um that's Arby's, you know, really sticking to their brand. That's right. Hey, you got to Know your know your niche, Jared. You know is, you gotta... is this this is re- relatively new, isn't it? Arby's hasn't. I mean, they've always been the meat the meat house, but the, this whole like <laughs> this whole like we got we got the meats for you. If you want meats, come here. I'm a big I'm a tough sounding guy yelling at you that that we have the meats that we have meat for you and come get the meat here and we got a lot of it. 
that's new. I feel like that's within the past like it's got to be ten years or five, five years, or something yeah. like that. Like they haven't so. always been so aggressively letting us know that they're the meat meat people, right? Although I will say, I mean, they're I think a lot of their fast food buying is it's not a burger place. It's like a you know it is a sliced meats place, right? You know, you yes, get your they roast always beef. have been the meat place. That's mm-hmm. true. But they're they re, they really have but they've toughened ramped up, up the, the marketing for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah for sure. I, I have never in my life eaten a RV sandwich. Really? Never? No. I have Not no in, no interest. Okay. No interest. I've had um, the curly fries. I'm also not a huge curly fry fan. I know that's sacrilegious like to say. curly fries or, or they're fine. They're, there's not. They're not. I'm, I'm just in general. It's not my favorite type of fry. I'd much rather have a, a Chick Fil A waffle fry. I'd Ooh, much rather waffle, have waffle a fries. McDonald's uh, straight up Johnny. Even I mean, a, those um, are the classics. Even Wendy's has an okay fry, although they they changed their recipe like ten years ago, and then it really went sideways. But it, it's still pretty good. <laughs> Listen, I'm not angry. But uh, oh, also at Arby's has a good Jamoka shake. Do you remember those? They do. I do like those. Yeah, I do like those. Yeah, that's uh, you know I, that's another thing I actually never heard of until I got to college. I had both a Jamoka shamrock shakes. shake and a Jamoka shake for the first time in college. That's what this happens is what college when you go to is college. About yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It's not about education. <laughs> it's not about studying hard. It's about Jamoka shakes and shamrock shakes, people. I'm really, I really sure. ex- uh, broadened my horizon. That's right. <laughs> Broaden your taste buds for sure. Yeah, but doubt. not the, not the RV sandwich though. I I, okay. I uh, swerved on that as the kids well, say. Well, if you're ever uh, in a in a serious uh, need for meats. Now you know exactly which sandwich to order, Jared. Okay. <laughs> exactly which sandwich. Oh, man. So, dude, guess what I saw on uh, YouTube yesterday? Uh, what's that? And what? I was, I was, uh, I meant to why, send this to you. Why am you. I nervous? <laughs> you should be very nervous. Maybe you should. Maybe you shouldn't. I don't think this is controversial. Controversial. I can't talk today. Also, you know I'm getting old, Jared. I, I slept on my shoulder wrong, and now it's... Like, I can barely move it. Oh, yeah, I've been um, there. I've had a couple so, of nights recently where I slept on my hand, and I woke up, and, I, you know, your hand's numb, you know, because mm-hmm. and I got generally concerned. <laughs> the worst is if you do that with your arms, and you wake up, and you, like, can't move your arms. Uh, yeah, well, that's what it was. Yeah, that's what it was. it was. It was not good. What, so I what, just what, sent, you, I sent you a little texty text. Okay. Uh, and uh, Chris D'Elia has oh, resurfaced. Shit. He it's has been a while. resurfaced, um, and we have when done did a this segment come out? Oh, I could just yesterday. Yesterday, okay. I'm pretty sure it was yesterday or the day before. Um, but we have done rate the apologies before, Jared, mm-hmm. and uh, I think uh, we should talk about this one at least. I haven't heard it though, because I well, that's okay. I'll, I'll I'll try to condense it for you and for oh, our okay. listeners out there. Okay, because uh, I watch it and I've also seen a couple other videos of of a couple other content creators kind of talking about it, and I just thought it was interesting. Um, well, so first of all, we need to give some context on what happened, right? Mm-hmm. So it wasn't so Crystalia was accused of uh, writing very uh, racy things to uh, you know like eighteen year old girls, and he's in his well, he's in his forties now, but uh, I think so, yeah. But it, but it's it started been when going he was on in his thirties, yeah. yeah. And he's yeah. like hitting up uh, girls that were like you know in uh, you know teenagers. Mm-hmm. and uh you know f- flirty conversation and whatnot right at least that's so, what, what i know right I know, and you know. and so and so he he had you know kind of not been 
hadn't done anything in the media for quite some time ever, ever since he he put out a statement saying you know everything that he did was was consensual and and you know they they posted some they posted their receipts on their end as i guess we would say mm-hmm. um you know and uh, but anyway so so the video it's about a nine minute long video and the title is it's been a while um and it's and it is basically a video apology of him uh saying you know that he uh, kind of explaining that he's taken time to reflect upon um, his issues and his problems as a person and uh, that he needs he needs help and and he was saying that you know a lot of this was had damaged a lot of his previous relationships uh, apparently he was never faithful to uh, any of his exes including the the you know love of his life uh, and he's you know he's not happy with the uh, person that he's become. And uh, I don't know. I just thought it was it was refreshing. Number one, Jared, to actually see a video, and we've talked about this. I guess this is really why I wanted to bring this up, is because we've we've rated a lot of apologies that have been like a tweet, right, or something like this. But I feel like the screenshot of the notes, right, app. right, exactly. <laughs> Whereas this really seemed a lot more introspective. The irony is, though, Jared, is as I was watching this on his channel, and of course, you know, it's on YouTube, so you guys scroll through the comments. Mm-hmm. The funny thing oh, is, and, yes, and I, I didn't, do. and I didn't even realize this until about halfway through the apology video, was um, people were talking about how, you know, they appreciate him being genuine and and also, you know, being able to, you know, be vulnerable and say that he he was wrong and he made a mistake. But but some people in the comments also mentioned that this is the type of video that he would probably rip to shreds in one of his podcasts. Yeah, um, you know which which could which could be very true. But I will say this: it did. Yeah, it but did, if, if yeah, but uh, if someone does something wrong, then you have to like you have like that's the whole thing about the video is you have to, if if you're like truly sorry for it, you have to sort you have to put yourself out there like that. I mean, especially him, you know, because. <clears throat> He has millions of followers. Right. Well, it was interesting, too, because, you know, he talks about how, you know, just kind of like what it was like, you know, becoming more famous and, and just having, you know, just more people interested in him. And, you know, he was basically saying, you know, he could go from town to town, city to city, and, you know, he would he would always respond to fans' messages. And some of those fans, I guess, would be pretty ladies and... uh Yeah. But anyways, it was it was an interesting <laughs> video. And is, that what, is that what he said? Well, or is that your is was that your that uh, was my paraphrasing uh, yeah. okay <laughs> but he did say you know he could go to go from city to city and and would you know after every show he said he would get about 50 messages in his inbox oh yeah sure i believe that yeah mm-hmm. yeah um oh he responded to all of them that's Damn. that's what he said in the video um but but yeah but i i have to say i got i have some respect for the guy for coming out and putting out this video he you know, could have just not said anything or done a, a screen capture of uh, the notes on his iPhone mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, and the other thing that I liked about the video itself, Jared, is a lot of times that when we've rated these apologies on our podcast, uh, there's always sometimes this, well, I did this, but, right? Mm-hmm. They always try to give some some reason or, you know, well, I'm not a terrible person, you know, or they try to do this. Chris right. didn't try to do any of that. He, yeah. he well, straight you know, up really, said, you know, it, nothing I did was illegal, you know, or some something like that, or like, you know, just right. co- constantly trying to justify it. And he didn't even say that. And he didn't even say, but it was, you know, he did mention that everything that, you know, he had done was consensual with 
with everybody. Um, but I don't think I don't think the media outrage. I, I could be wrong, but I when the stories were going around, I didn't remember hearing about it being non consensual. It was just he was a lot older mm-hmm. than a lot of these girls that you know he was messaging. Yeah, um, you know, um, yeah, and. You know, yeah. So anyways, I I have a lot of respect for the guy um, to put that out there. I just wanted to mention that. I thought it'd be kind of fun to talk about real quick. Mm -hmm. You have watched it. I'll watch it. Mm -hmm. But sorry, I have like a, what is it, a frog in my throat and I can't get it out. Yep. You have, hold on one second. All right, there we go. Listen to that. Now that's that's more. (laughs) There we go. Perfect. You have watched it. And, uh, and so I, I guess I, but I, I would ask you to, um, rate the apology mm-hmm. per, and, and, and I'll let you know, I guess at some point, cause I'll watch it I'll text Sounds you or good. something. Well, but I, since you've watched it, well, I would at least like, should, to see. should I give you a rating or will that make your rating biased? I don't think so. I don't no? think okay. so. I would honestly, man, I would say I would give this one probably an eight. Okay. I'd give it an eight. It's not. It's. What, I mean, what takes it away I, from being it? I wonder only. I, I'm. What would have? What would be a perfect ten? You know. Uh, now I'm trying to think about that. As as and I should. And, and I know, but but I know. That. I also respect and agree with you that you should. You shouldn't just be throwing out tens, tens out there. Right. Like it's, ten right. technically <laughs> means it's a perfect apology. Um, yeah. I guess. Well, I mean, he's the the thing that was lacking for me is he mentions that. Uh, well, or maybe this is too much. Maybe I'm asking for too much. But he mm. mentioned that you know he he needs to work on some things. Um, I would I would kind of like to know what his plan is. Like he mentioned, mm. I think that he he that he did a lot of introspection. He might have even mentioned he'd been like seeing a therapist or something. I'm not 100 percent sure, but um, I think uh, kind of talking about the the plan you're trying to make in order to you know what are you actually going to do to make the okay. situation better. Um, you know, uh, and, and I think he, the other thing is he, he said that he realized he has a, he had a a problem or has a problem. Uh, I did like the fact that he said, you know, he, he has a problem and it's not like the problem just goes away, Mm -hmm. uh, which I think is also important that, you know, and that was a good thing. So I would say that's what kind of elevated the apology a little bit. Um, but I, I'm just kind of curious to see, you know, what, um, you know what? What else he's going to do to move forward? Um, but like I said, I think it was a really good apology. Takes a lot of courage to mm-hmm. to do that, and I have to give him a lot of credit. All right, let's do it. That's right. You know what time it is? It is time for some untranslatables, which are idioms, proverbs, sayings, axioms that don't don't always translate on a one to one basis into English, and we are your certified untranslatable experts to uh, decipher them for you. I will get us started today, Jared, uh, with a German untranslatable, and it is jemandem auf den Schlips treten. Someone to step on someone something. I believe Schlips is like a tie. To s- like a necktie. Uh, a necktie? Yeah. Mm-hmm. To step on someone's necktie? Mm-hmm. Yep. Hmm. Is that like to insult them deeply? Very good, Jared. Very good. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, very good. That w- wow. That seems like, I don't know, that's all I could think of. Like, that sounds like the highest form of in- insult. Yeah, to step on their <laughs> necktie. I'd say so. <clears throat> um. Okay. Sorry, I'm not even... I'm not even f- 
I wasn't even fully prepared because I didn't think I'd get it so quickly. <laughs> Here we go. My uh, first untranslatable is Thai, and it's Chaiti Hinye Tixin Bay. Uh, one afternoon in your next reincarnation. So that's like, uh, it'll never happen. Oh, wow. It'll never happen. We're, <laughs> we haven't, uh, here for the, uh, for the bonus point. When we have English fly? on translate. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's a good one. I like that one. Uh, all right. I'll, uh, I'll give you a, a French one. Let me see here. Uh, être canon. Mm. Uh, to have something to be a cannon to be to be a cannon to be a cannon uh to be a is that is that like someone that is uh can't keep a secret nope nope okay is that um be a cannon like a hothead someone that gets angry easily Uh, you're you're so close but yet so far Oh my gosh! Can you give me the, the literal again? Sorry. To, to be to be a cannon. To be a cannon, right? I don't even. I don't even know. I don't even know. To be like the boss, an authoritative figure. No. She went to the Prada store, got a new dress, and she is a cannon. Oh. <laughs> to be a cannon is to be like a, like a to look good. Yeah. To be hot, be beautiful. Yes, sir. I gotcha. Yes, sir. Oh, I, that's that's kind of fun, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? I thought that one was kind of fitting for today a little bit. Wow, she in her Gucci, she's a cannon, a cannon. That's right. <laughs> okay, we can start um, a new that's rap kind song of song called "She's a Cannon." <laughs> um, my, my next untranslatable is Albanian, and it's "Kepada Sish." Do you have it in front of your eyes? Is that like if something something's obvious? Uh, no. Um, that's a question, by the way. Do you have it in front of your eyes? Do you understand? There you go. Okay. I like it. I like it. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're we're on a roll I today. I just had to say it. I just had to say it in the right tone. That's right. <laughs> we are. We really are on a roll today. That's you know, right. sometimes we're just in the untranslatable mood. That I guess, is you know? true. Really feeling ourselves. That's true. Well, we'll see if we can keep this up, Jared. Uh, this next one is German. Eine arme oh, sein. A poor zucker sucker. S- uh, sock zucker. Oh, oh zucker. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see. To be a poor sock. Mm-hmm. Yep. Is not literally just to be very poor, is it? No, n- no. Is it to be like a sad sack? Like someone that's always moping around, like an Eeyore-esque type? I'll, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's, what, 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 is, what is your trend? What is your well, meaning? The, well, say? the actual meaning here says, Ein be, bemitleidenswerter Mensch. Oh, you, uh, you find these ones in, in the German mm-hmm. language. I never do that. But most All of mine are written by are given to me by English speakers. Right. What does that word, word Bemit, mean? Uh, Bemitleidensmerd is pitiful. To be pitiful. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> be pitiful, Jared. How pitiful. That's a great word. That's a great word. You are pitiful. pitiful. <laughs> you are a poor sock. A pitiful poor sock. 
<laughs> That's yes. a good insult right there. <laughs> Definitely. You poor suck. That's right. <laughs> okay, that's all I have. I don't have any more translatables. Okay. Well, let's let's move on. Let's, let's talk about uh yeah. let's talk about these brands, Jared. You know, speaking of Germany, by the mm-hmm. way, we've said this before, but when I lived in Germany, the uh there were three there were uh, I guess three technically American brands. They're probably all owned by the same conglomerate for all, for all I know. But um Three brands that were the hot shit in my day. That was around 2004 to 2008-ish. Can I guess them? All of them. Abercrombie, Hollister, American Eagle. Yes. That, yeah, that was a hot commodity. If you had that, that it it was cool. That was how you flexed in Germany back in, what, middle school? High school? Yeah. Not me, though, because I had it, but it's like, yeah, no, I went to uh, Great Lakes Crossing, right. and I got this. What are you talking Or I went to Somerset, and I got, like, it's what are you talking about? It's just a normal mall for you, but, right. Because <laughs> it, it was, I, like, I had I had some American Eagle stuff before I went there, not realizing that people would, would uh, covet it. But see, Jared, um, this, you, you already brought up. And they're like, up- how'd you get that? They literally asked right. me, how'd you get that? And I'm like, I, I went to... The, the store. I went to the store. What I'm American. T- what are you, what are you talking right. about? You, you know what's funny though? What you? I'm glad you mentioned this actually right off the bat because this does add something to brands. I think that makes them more quote unquote desirable, which is the mm. exclusivity component. That stuff yes. is so hard to get in Germany. Um, mm-hmm. Like I think there might have been one or two Hollister stores, maybe. Maybe in Germany. Oh, really? Maybe. I didn't. I, didn't, I could be I didn't wrong know, about that. You might not in, even be able to get any, any of it. I just assume they didn't sell it in Europe and um, like I, Europe I in thought, general. I thought they had. My cousin was super into it, and when she came to visit, we took her to the mall, and you know she went crazy <laughs> all those places. But I thought she mentioned that there was one somewhere in Germany. Um, well, maybe, maybe, maybe since then they've noticed the demand from Berlin, from Europe. Mall of Berlin. Yeah, so maybe maybe since I, I imagine it's come. Oh, and in since, Munich too. I imagine. I wonder how long they've been there though. Right. That's 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 true. Because they they I I'd, I'd bet they're relatively new, at least after I left Germany. Right. Because it it seemed it didn't seem like like you could get it there when I was there. Maybe you could, but which is funny because when I think of stylish clothing, I actually think of European clothing, not American clothing. Yeah, me too. And you know, yeah, you have these too. American brands. Uh, over there yeah i mean uh, uh, america or specifically hollister and abercrombie but american eagle too they quickly i mean they were pop i mean i'm not going to say they weren't popular in in in, uh the u.s because they certainly were but they they became a punchline you know like they certainly turned into especially abercrombie and hollister because you walk past and you could just get like assaulted by the perfume (laughs) 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 yeah yeah and it's just and and they and and they're all do you remember the rumors as a kid that they would like in like before the store opened they would spray a full bottle of their perfume throughout the store and all oh, this yeah. crazy i don't know if that's true i'm not sure if it's true but, but uh, it definitely <laughs> had a strong smell in there for sure i certainly heard multiple kids say rumors like yeah they spray two bottles every morning uh in that wouldn't surprise <laughs> me honestly would not surprise just imagine me. though if that was your job to just walk around it's your glorified perfume uh sprayer they they probably have to wear some sort of like n95 right they should 
Probably OSHA probably requires it because in the past, right. some some sixteen year old passed out <laughs> from from too much Abercrombie cologne or perfume with their with their open uh, Abercrombie shirt right. on. Uh, so yeah, those were the those were highly coveted brands. Um, what what are some brands? Uh, well, actually, c- can we just? I have a list of millennials. Ooh, okay. You know the most influential generation currently. <laughs> Millennials revealing well, their top one hundred, <laughs> top one hundred brands that they love. Oh, can I guess I, a couple? I, I, uh, sure. Can I of guess course. the top five? The top, top five, five yeah, okay. most influential brands for millennials, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Number. Uh, oh, I I don't know what would be number one, but Apple's up there. I know. Am I right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Tesla. I, I, or is Tesla too uh, expensive? <laughs> Maybe that one's. Oh, hold on. The li- this list is. I gotta do like a, a find. Right. Uh, yes, but it's forty six. Okay. Um. So it, it, Nike. it is. It is in there. Nike is in the is in the top f- three. Okay. Adidas. So is Apple. You know, you n- not in the top three. Okay. There's uh, one more that is ubiquitous. Under Armour. Under Armour. Puma? Are you talking about sports brands? L- listen, Chad, I said ubiquitous. I have never... I, well, not as this is true. I would say I've never worn Puma. That, I have worn Puma. I am not... I, I, this is something you use, mm-hmm. I use, your neighbors use, my neighbors use. Everyone has has used this. Toilet paper. The, uh, the, the supreme leader of this company it looks like a, a supervillain. Oh duh, Amazon. Amazon, there you of go. course. That's, so the top three course. are uh Nike, mm-hmm. uh Nike, what was the other one you said? Apple. <laughs> Thank you. Nike, Apple, and Amazon. Okay. That does not surprise me. Mm-hmm. I guess I am a millennial I'm, because I do love all three of those. Companies. You know, I'm kinda surprised um I'm kinda surprised Apple is so high. Why is that? Well, no, I guess that's not true. Their i the iPhone is so powerful. That's true. And all the, you know, and and the iPad, Apple Music. That's true. Because I, I don't think that um, I don't think of Apple computers per se as being really like like that. I, I don't know. I I, 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 but I, I forgot. I wasn't thinking about all of the software and all of the Apple Music and podcasting. Right. You know, GarageBand. And, uh, uh yeah that's true but i mean just like the podcast app mm-hmm. in general you know they probably still have one of the biggest or you know most used ones uh number four is uh target millennials now now is this a, we talked about we did the generation wars last last episode is target a uh uh something uh, for like a millennial thing now, obviously, everyone loves Target. I'm not saying only millennials love Target, but I feel like sort of the fetishization of Target is a millennial thing. Well, I think it's because that's where a lot of our parents would go to shop. And so we mm. grew up as kids going to Target a lot, because I know I did. Um, we went to Target well, Boutique also, quite a bit. Oh, they, they, um, they also uh, have like a... They do have... And uh, like what they have built a great brand because they're essentially a a Walmart mm-hmm. or a, or a Meyer, for example, it's a regional thing. I don't know right. why I would say Meyer, uh, <laughs> but uh, which is uh, you know a Michigan Walmart essentially. Um, 
Uh, oh, I didn't know Targo was headquartered in Minnesota. I, all right, anyway, but um, but they have they do have like a classier vibe to them, you know. But it's like I I don't under but but really I feel like most of that is is through branding more yeah. than really the fact that they're doing something like that that they have better stuff than Walmart or or some other you know big well, I box think it's, store it's like branding that. and it's also I mean. I just remember going to Target when I was younger. I haven't been to Target in a long time. Uh, and just looking, and I think the way they write out the prices, and so it makes it seem mm-hmm. like you're saving a lot of money when, like, I don't know. Oh, you know who? Mm-hmm. Oh, really? They, they do that? I think so. I, I could be wrong. I mean, I but... believe you. You know who really does that is Kohl's. I always think of Kohl's oh, when yep, I think of that. Yep. There's always a sale at Kohl's, but the stuff is never cheap. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, and you know, you know something that I, I, for some reason to me, is very distinctive about Target is also the plastic uh, shopping carts. Yeah. Um, it, it, which which you would think it would would feel worse, but because because they're plastic, they don't have that like uh, rattle to them, mm-hmm. and they do feel more premium. The shopping That's carts, right. but really, I feel like for a premium shopping, it seems like they'd be cheaper. Sure. Seems like they'd be cheaper. Maybe not. Maybe they're not cheap. Yeah, I have no idea. Number five, mm-hmm. Walmart. Surprising to see Walmart still so high up on the list. To be honest with you, I mean you. it is cheap. We do like cheap. This is from 2018, by okay. the way. So I'd say I'd say still pretty relevant, right? Um, I, I, I'm kind of surprised. Yeah, <clears throat> it is still cheap. That's true. Samsung. That, yeah, yeah, that, that makes sense. Surprise me. You know what I think is funny and interesting is that a lot of these brands, I mean, these are really, none of these so far have been, I wouldn't even really consider Apple technically a luxury brand. You know what I mean? Um, mm. But they're all, they're all very practical, which I think is a good thing. It just goes to show you, I was hoping today one thing we could talk about is just how, I just think the idea of, these huge designer brands, I just find it kind of ridiculous. Now, look, I'm not here to judge. If you want to spend $3,000 on a pair of pants, go for it. Be my guest. You could, you could certainly say that about an iPhone, though. Like, there are, you know, much cheaper phones that are probably just almost as good, you know? That's true. But they don't have this the synchronization and all that good mm. stuff that Apple does. Yeah, that's how they get the, you. What do they call it? The ecosystem. That's right. That's right. That's how they get you. <laughs> I do love that my text show up on my computer. Yep. That's true. It's nice. I do love that I can just like uh, AirDrop is 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 very nice. Listen, I get when it. you get that I, code a... thing sent to you and you can automatically enter in the code. Mm-hmm. That's really a game changing feature that Apple did. I think love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, yeah, I do love that I can just turn on any Apple device and just like log in and I just have my whole you know situation that I'm used to. It's very nice. I get it. I get it. Um yeah, I understand. I understand. Um well, luxury brands. So you think you think you're saying uh, you want to talk about the idea that luxury how luxury brands even exist and the idea of luxury? Right. Because well, well, see mm. that's the thing. I think with a luxury the difference between like a Target or a Walmart or even an Apple. Um, I think I think what Apple tries to do is I think they, I think Apple will they do a really good job selling and marketing uh, their their products as like you know a way to like harness your creativity or like you know what I mean like kind mm. of stuff like that right. Whereas I think luxury brands a lot of times like like Gucci, Prada, 
even like Cadillac or Lexus or Mercedes-Benz, like these luxury car brands, they're, I, I, I think what they're trying to sell you is this prestigious image or this status um, that mm-hmm. really the only status is basically saying, I have a lot of money I can spend on this. You know, at the end of the day, I think that's the statement yeah. you're really making. That and yeah, but I, I think there, there's, there, I mean, not I think there's clearly a very large industry in letting people know that you're better than them. You know, there's a large industry, <laughs> right? In, <laughs> true, or, true, where it's like it, this sort of like you've earned it, you deserve it. Um, and then you know, sometimes, especially with these things, especially a lot of clothes, you know, like I struggle. I struggle to sometimes understand, like, why does someone pay, you know, $10,000 for a suit that they wear once or something like that? Mm-hmm. But it's like, you already, if you're already asking that question, like, it already proves that you're, you know, broke. That's you know? true. That's true. <laughs> I, I, I will say, though, I think it's, it's one thing if you're like, a, when I see celebrities, I think they just operate on a different plane. What I mean is like... Mm. For a celebrity, a lot of times, like if at a red carpet event, don't a lot of them they either get like they get endorsed to like wear a lot of stuff, right? Yeah, probably. I, probably. I would imagine, right? Yeah. So I mean, that's mm-hmm. different. But I just don't understand. But they still do buy a lot of that stuff themselves in their personal time. I'd imagine they don't right. get everything for free. Right. True. I just think the idea of you know let me let me buy this super expensive you know, shirt or I, I forget what brand it was, but this was when like Kid Cudi became really, really popular. And they, they were like these distressed t-shirts that had like rock band logos on them. And they were going for like three or $400 a pop. And it, oh it, yeah. Why were they going for so much? Uh, or like, what was the, what was the, what, what were they claiming was so special? Well, about I think them? it's just, it's, it's one of those things where it's, they probably make a small number of them and they mm. market them as these kind of deluxe, you know, type That's of what items. it is. It's the it's the small number. Yep. You know, there's there's this there's this um, there's been this conversation in the car world recently. Do you, you you've heard of Bugatti? Oh right? yeah, of Bugatti course. Veyron. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so they the, the 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 newest Bugatti is called the Chiron. Okay. Which is uh, you know just like the next generation of the Veyron. Okay. And um, there and and you know it's it's this is you know a uh, a. Uh, 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 it's like it starts at like one point, like one and a half million dollars. You know, this car is Pocket like change. Fi- no worries, fifteen hundred horsepower. That's you crazy. know, a V uh, uh, a V sixteen engine, four turbos. You know, you know, and then but then you could also drive it like a, you know, like a normal you know Ford Taurus down the street if you wanted to, or you could drive at two hundred plus miles right. an hour. You know, and then so so you know they sell this car, but then on top of that. They have the um, Bugatti Chiron Devo, mm-hmm. which is a little more power, you know, a little more luxury need. in there. And then it's like another million dollars on top of that. But then there's wow. like the, and then there's something they call the uh, Chiron Pure Sport, okay, which is like the, the sort of the the one that you take to the tr- this is the Bugatti you take to the track. So you know it's like instead of leather all over the place, there's like carbon fiber, okay. and that's also like a, a I believe that's like close to four million dollars for that car. Jesus, and um, that's crazy. And it's just like and there's just been this huge debate where it's like how do they not debate but like conversation about like how do they just keep pumping out these like sort of you know like these ultra rare limited edition cars of already a high, ultra limited edition car 
car. You know, it's like the, this this car already starts at over a million dollars, and like, but that's not the that's just the normal right. version. Yeah, when is too much? <laughs> yeah, when is too much? That's so crazy. It's like, yeah, do you want to be seen? You want to be seen in just the normal? Yeah, the, just the one point okay. six million dollar car. What a loser! Yeah, it's right. like okay, that one only has fifteen hundred horsepower instead of sixteen hundred, and this one, you know, it's, that's the slow one. Yeah, that that doesn't surprise me though. I mean, a lot of it, I think, does come down to this kind of status thing and and you know some of it obviously is spending power too can you just afford to buy some of these things um and most of it is just to say you have it right because I, I think i think now that i think about why do people like buy stuff and then not wear it but they say that that's like with anything you know like i with that with the bugatti that i just mm-hmm. mentioned the like the people you know the average owner is probably going to put you know, a hundred miles on it a year because they have 40 cars or whatever, you know? Right. And it's just going to sit in a garage for essentially you to just look at. Right. And I, and, uh, and, and I feel like that that's a lot of what it is, is just to, just to like look at it and then show your friends, Hey, look at the, like, look at this thing I have. Right. Like it's toys. Right. They're all toys. Yeah. yeah big kid toys. You're right. Do you have any big kid toys that you, Oh, of uh, course dream about should, i mean are they all guitar yep, based yep i mean yeah well you know i really want a mustang gt at some point as well um i'd say that mm. that's kind of a big kid toy i mean if i could get yeah you know but that's attainable right. that's not a luxury item well if you get a super fancy one then 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 it's a little I mean, bit maybe, more luxury what kind of super fancy gt 500 right yeah, isn't that yeah, the, okay. isn't that the <laughs> that's the top dog, isn't it? Dude, you would you would take that on a test drive for three seconds and almost pee yourself if you're like, <laughs> be like get, get this thing away from me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, get, I mean, a lot of guitar. But see, once again, the the other interesting thing about brands is obviously some of it's for status and and what have you. But there is also something about brands and obviously their reputation, right? And, yes. and so for me, well, that has played a big role in actually a lot of the guitars I've bought and haven't bought um, mm-hmm. is based like, for example, um, Gibson guitars, which are kind of considered the top or the upper echelon of American made guitars, uh, especially throughout history, especially through like the, the 50s and or really more 60s and onward. Um, they're, they're awesome guitars. They're super iconic. You've heard them in millions and millions of songs and records, but... The majority of them are going to cost you quite a bit of money. You can get a mm-hmm. similar type of instrument that sounds pretty close. It might not be the same, but it sounds pretty close. Um, and, and it might even have some other luxuries on there that an older Gibson wouldn't have, for example. And for for example, Gibson is notorious, Jared, for uh, their headstocks breaking. So up at the top of the guitar where you tune it, uh, if you drop it or or if it or if it's not in the case right and it gets bumped, that can break off. And so I mean, oh and, sorry, go well, ahead. And I just so and was... so because of that, uh, when I was uh, actually gigging more um, before college and when I was in college, I didn't buy any Gibson guitars. I really wanted one, uh, but once again, mm. it was more of the same thing we talked about with the Bugattis. It was more so I could just look at it and also tell my friends, <laughs> like, "Hey, like, look at that guitar." But see, over that's there, you know, that's weird too because uh, also the, a big thing of luxury and ultra, like you know, ultra luxury is a big selling point of it is quality. Yeah, you know. And it's like this. This is one of the finest made, you know. Handmade is a big thing they say. Mm-hmm. You know, only one person f- for one for each product. You right. know, stuff like that. But then it's like, but then you're scared to use it. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> and you're, and it's like, it, and it's it's like, well, what's the point of having the quality item if you're afraid if you're afraid of it? You know, right. 
Yeah. I mean, that that's the ultimate flex of having a luxury item, is having a luxury item and not being afraid to use it. Yeah, you know? no, no kidding. That's true. Like, that's like, really you know, true. I always go back to cars because that's what I know. But like Jay Leno, he drives those all, all those freaking cars he has, you know? And you'll see him on the street with just some like 1960 or 1932, you know, Bentley, you know, <laughs> like with, you know, no no roof or whatever and it's like yeah he'll just drive that down the street and then and then the next day you'll you'll see him in a mclaren f1 which uh is you know you don't know what that is but it's a it's it's like a 90s supercar that is like you know uh you know tens of millions of dollars Mm -hmm. now um and he'll he just drives everything and that's the ultimate flex he's like listen i buy this i bought the reason i buy the best stuff is because i want to be like because i you know i want to be able to experience the so best you can stuff. use it yeah that's true And it's like who am i saving it for yeah which i think is honestly a good philosophy <laughs> i like that philosophy a lot better than just buying it to have it and to like kind of show it off like that's a big thing in in the car world is is that you know the the people that buy cars and stash them away do get looked down not I'm not looked down upon but like people are kind of people do get annoyed by that and there's like the sides where it's like you like the what's what's the point like you shouldn't you shouldn't be buying I, you really shouldn't be buying most luxury items as an investment piece right even well, though not some of them do appreciate like you shouldn't you shouldn't treat them like like these museum like things that you're trying to uh like like buy as an investment right. you know well that's that's, that's not a smart financial exactly. decision well see that's the thing is that <laughs> if that's how you're buying un- it unless you buy a super rare car and i don't know enough about the that market to really say much but all all i know is unless you buy something super rare it, you're probably not going to get your money back as an investment, quote unquote, right? So, like, yeah, I, I think about that a lot with a lot of the music gear I have. Like, I have a couple tube amps mm-hmm. that, um, I mean, they're not super expensive, but they they kind of have held their value a little bit, you know. But once again, I never bought those amplifiers as like, oh, I'm going to sell these 15 years down the road to make my money back. You know, I bought them because they sounded great and I wanted to use them. Yeah. Do they break? Well, what, are they? Do they break easily? Well, with tube amps, you just have to replace the tubes, and you have to. Th- there's just different maintenance on it than like your standard. Uh, I imagine that's that's pricey. Um, it's not too bad. It it depends on uh, okay. what's. Thankfully, I haven't had too many issues with my amps. Um, I tend to take decent care of my stuff. So 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 essentially, there there's no harm to using it. Well, I mean, like like anything. It's it's just like anything. When you use something, things will automatic automatically wear out over time just from use. Um, but mm-hmm. a lot of those things, you know, if 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 you treat it properly and take care of it, um, you know, you can replace the things that need replacing, and it's not too too bad. You know, do do you remember any luxury brands from uh, that were popular in China? I remember. Um, I remember we used to, I don't know if this is still true or not, but I remember for the longest time, uh, people would say that uh, like Buick, for example, is uh, essentially still around as a brand because of China and it's way more popular in China than in the, it is in the US and it's like more highly regarded and we would always kind of like snicker like, and I care about Buick? Right. Like, what are you, okay. I mean, Buick is kind of <laughs> considered old people cars for, for yeah, our generation. Yeah that's, yeah, that's what my grandma drives, but right, <laughs> right. real cool. Um, um, but it's just like they have different, like the, they just have a completely different perception of the brand and, and, and it just plays a different role right. 
in their life over there and, and, and it's just been perceived differently and that's really all it is it's like it's not really even the product it's how the brand is marketed and perceived right well i would say over in china the the Big brands are kind of the same, at least big luxury brands that you would see everywhere, right? So Louis Vuitton, Gucci, Prada, all, all those types of brands. Those those are pretty big do ones. They, um, do they like um uh, like a uh, oh I'm not it's not American, but do they I guess American? Do they like American stuff like Nike oh, yeah. or like um, yeah they love Adidas or they love Nike and especially Jordan. I mean, you should see Jordans. just all the sneakers. I was blown away when i was in china and now granted I, I i have no idea how many of the sneakers i saw in the streets were legit or they were counterfeit yeah jordan yeah china is a great place to get fake ever yeah anything yep, fake yep <laughs> and i actually went to the silk uh what, what was it called again the silk market i think um is that what they call it i, I, I think that's where uh annabelle and i went what, what does it look like how, how is it set it's up? like a mall it's it's like a mall and it has a bunch of stories and you just go up and an indoor yeah, mall yep I oh, thought it was okay. going to be like cool, like more traditional Chinese more outdoor. Like street yeah. side. Uh, but no, it was like, like a mall. Air conditioning. Oh, that's interesting. Everything, yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious. Yep. Uh, my American mind, I totally pictured it as Same. like walking down like alleys and there's right. like those little street. Right. Well, when Annabelle <laughs> initially told me, she was like, stuff. yeah, I want to check out the Silk Market. I was like, ooh, that sounds really cool. Let's do it. <laughs> and then we get there and it's a mall and we're just like, oh, all right. And we still checked it out. Um, oh, but, that's yeah. funny. Yeah. But I, I would say in China, the, the thing over there is I think only certain people really flex that hard with like the Gucci and the Prada and stuff like that. I think your average mm. Chinese person doesn't actually care that much about a lot of that stuff. Um, what's interesting though, Jared, and this is coming straight from my students, um, I have hundreds of video submissions to prove this, um, if you don't believe me, but my, my students had, uh, I had asked them actually what is one of the best gifts they've gotten from like a friend or a family member, um, and guess what a lot of the girls said, which I thought was interesting. Best gift? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that like a friend or a family member gave them. Um... I have no idea. Lipstick. I've, now Of a certain brand? See, that's the thing. I don't know if it was a specific brand or not, but most of my students, um, a, lot of, a lot of the girls, they would say that um, you know, a lot of their friends would give them the lipstick. Uh, when they would wear it, they felt more confident, more empowered. Um, that's the, oh, I get that, mm -hmm. but that seems like a bold choice. I feel like I, I would be nervous to get... Uh, someone lipstick. It's like I, I don't. I don't know what what color. Like they're probably gonna hate this color. Right. You know. Well, I, I guess you got to ask them what color they like or have an idea. I don't know, but mm. but either Listen. either way, I just thought it was interesting that you know, um, it seemed like my a lot of my students the the gifts and the things that they really liked. It didn't really like for them. It didn't really matter. It didn't have to be this super so are you, luxurious. Are you, are you brand. saying that? Are you saying that to say that here in the United States, if you asked a similar sample size of American kids, they'd say like uh, AirPods, uh, iPhone 12, Probably. PlayStation 5. Probably. <laughs> Probably. It would just all be these uh, luxury items. Maybe. Yeah. Well, and I'm sure, I'm sure I would have some Bentley Continental GT. also say, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Actually, I would, I would agree with all that. I would, I would say that you think so. A Tesla, Tesla Model X. I, I want I the think, doors that go like. This. I think a lot of a lot of times too. If you ask an American what they want, we shoot for the stars. You know what you I mean? Think oh so. yeah, go big or go home, buddy, for sure. But but you said gifts that they like to receive, right? So it's like, but like so, it's, 
so I, I I think that implies something that you have received before. Right. That's true. That's true. So all these people that would say they want all these uh, high high class gifts have not re- probably received them ever, right. or had a chance of getting them. Right. There's and, just and I some think, aspirational I think a lot thinking. of it is. I don't know. I think it's one thing if you. I think it's one thing if you want to spend a little bit more money to get something of higher quality, right? Maybe there's better functionality, sure. what have you. Um, and I wish I remembered the saying now, but my my mentor when I was living in the Czech Republic, she told me there's a saying in Czech that means um, um, you can't uh, you can't afford to be cheap, basically, or or, mm. or or like like if you buy or if you buy something. Uh, like that's cheaper, you can't afford it. Basically, meaning you're going to have to replace sure. it. It's not going to be as high of a quality. Um, For sure. Mm-hmm. All right, let, let me give you some luxury items that uh, I, from my list. I understand you want to talk about luxury, so let me let's just let's it. just go through some luxury items that are very influential. Jordan. Yep. I mean, I'm wearing. Is Jordan a? Br- I mean, that's a luxury item, right? Well, <sighs> oh, they're expensive, aren't they? I mean, it's people flock to Jordans and pay hundreds yeah, of dollars for them. I guess when when I think of luxury, I think of more. Uh, yeah, you know what? I'll I'll put Jordan in luxury. I would say Jordan is like a luxury sports leisure wear type of thing. I, I'd and say street I'd wear. say yeah, yeah, so yeah, exactly. yeah. I would say that. I'm wearing my Jordan sweatpants right now, actually. <laughs> Um, not luxury. Well, I'll though. say this, they, <laughs> but super they, comfy. They, those probably are luxury, but I would say like the pinnacle of their brand is the are the shoes. Oh, for sure. And some and of those, those rare shoes more can go for exactly. a lot of and money. And there's a there's a big market for uh, like aftermarket mm-hmm. or like you know secondary market, I guess I should say right. for for those shoes. Uh, Gucci is twelve. I'm surprised Gucci still really has that much power. You know, or influence right. on society. Well, I think it's come I back. I don't give a shit I about think, Gucci. I think rap has put Gucci back on the map. Because look at all yeah. the oh, rappers uh, who wear doesn't Gucci. Doesn't the baby wear Gucci? Probably. I, I, I don't, don't follow I don't, any of so, the new I rappers. I sound like a real... <laughs> I sound like my dad. <laughs> <laughs> we are getting older. Okay, I did just pull up the baby, and one of the first pictures I see has him wearing Gucci. Well, so like I'm going to say I was right the with Gucci that. sneakers have gotten really popular. Oh, I don't know about Gucci oh, sneakers. Yeah. I remember seeing those all over China, uh, Indonesia. Actually, I saw quite a few Russians wearing Gucci uh, Gucci sneakers. Oh, yeah, you've seen them before. Yeah, yeah I've seen yep. those before. Not rarely, but uh, they don't even look like they look plain. You yep. know, but but like they're, they're not cheap with though. The, that's true, and and you know what that logo means. Yep. yep. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Okay, uh, hold on. Let me go back to my list. I was looking at at those at those. Uh, all right, I'm going specifically. Uh, would you say Starbucks is a luxury brand? Um, no. Listen, I would say this. I, I think I it's a like I make, brand. I feel like I make much better coffee every day in my home than you could get uh, from Starbucks. But star and for a lot cheaper than you could get from Starbucks. Yeah. So I would argue that that. Uh, that they they really they I I I, I would I'm, it's not a luxury in the sense that like it's it's super expensive but I feel like they've really like marketed themselves as like um I don't know they're more of a brand than they really are a coffee right uh, yeah company I, I'd agree with point. that and the the thing about Starbucks too is that it's when I think of Starbucks it's not like I think of like super high class, super exclusive, you know, only only certain people buy Starbucks. It's like no, everybody everybody gets Starbucks, you know. Mm-hmm. It's kind of become the 
it it's kind of become in a way like the McDonald's of, of coffee a little <laughs> uh, bit. Well, just just yeah. in that it's everywhere. Oh, for sure, it's everywhere. For sure. I mean, it's even crazy. It's even it, there are even more places than McDonald's. I feel like I've been to multiple places where it's like there's a Starbucks right there, and then there's one right around the corner right there too. Like right. they're like they're just they're du- everywhere they're just doubling up yeah i i yeah I, I agree with you they they have essentially become the mcdonald's so maybe because of that they're not a luxury don't have brand. that ex- exclusivity that's what that's Nord- what you need if you want to make that you know high high quality brand luxury brand yeah. uh nordstrom surprisingly now it's interesting to see a department store nordstrom is sort of the I classier do like their department clothes. store they do have nice clothes they do tend to be the more expensive department store at least at uh, our malls here in uh, michigan <laughs> right too um, Nordstrom has developed a robust e-commerce experience, which is that's good to hear. Mm-hmm. You know, you, the, these uh, these mall these gigantic mall uh, spaces that these department stores take up are not long in this are not in this world for much longer. I right. imagine probably not. It seems pointless, doesn't it? Right. Uh, going to the mall this seems it's like why Although would you? Then do you're that? going for the full experience, Jared. You need the music. It is fun the to ambience. walk around. It is fun to walk right. around. Sure polo i feel like that one has kind of dropped off like i feel like it it it's and i actually most of the stuff i teach in actually is polo but i buy it mm. i buy it you know cheaper at tj maxx from tj maxx <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i always get the cheaper version you know or 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 costco has like uh either polo or ralph lauren i believe right the iconic polo to yeah, i remember um you know in europe they had that. They that was the time when they would. Is polo? That's the horse logo. Yep. They would have the gigantic horse I logo. I never got that. I think it looks so goofy. Well, it's because it's it looks dumb, but it's, it's, the it's just the it's the logo. Yeah. You know, it's a it's a very it's a recognizable logo, and uh, and it it would it would just be ridiculously big. The logo. It's like this is so dumb. <laughs> it's how you flex? It's, like, it's, it's not even a good looking shirt. Right um let's see if i can uh sorry i'm scrolling through there's a bunch you know there's a bunch i have to go through um best buy is on the list what are you talking interesting. about i feel like that's uh, more mercedes of a benz spot. best buy yeah mercedes benz yeah i mean mercedes benz is I-, I would say they're timeless you know like like they're, they're they they're um i i, I feel like their image of luxury has changed very little uh, for for a long time. Like they they've maintained a strong uh, image of luxury for a long time. You know, there right. there haven't been like low points or um, you know maybe sometimes the product was better than others. I'm not saying the car, but I'm saying like as a brand. You know what I find interesting about luxury cars, and and I don't know if it was you that told me this or I or I saw this on a car video I was watching, um, but they they were talking about how. Uh, when people buy a, a BMW or a Cadillac or a Lexus, that's like, I don't know, four or five, six years old used, right? Mm-hmm. Th- there comes a time, and I don't know exactly when the time is or how many miles or what have you, but basically what uh, this person was saying is, you know, you buy those cars for the luxury or the prestige. That's what they're really selling you. You know, they're not selling mm-hmm. you. I mean, yes, it's a good car, but they're not selling you like a functional car to get you from A to B for 20 years. That's going to be super dependable and cheap to maintain. That's not what they're selling. They're selling you this luxurious right. image, you know, this branding type of thing. And I just thought but that they was also so interesting. Know their customer, their customer uh, is probably leasing the car, 
probably is uh or you know probably buys it and sells it in five years and gets you know something newer mm-hmm. you know it's like that's probably a, a good that that's the business they're they're trying to work with they're not trying to you know especially the luxury brands right uh you know obviously the the idea it also depends on honestly it also kind of depends on on like the brand because you know lexus because they're part of toyota i think they really do still work you know rely strongly on that toyota reliability and, and like build quality sort of uh image that they have mm-hmm. so i think it also just kind of depends on what what the brand is trying to sell you but sure i mean every sort of um you know the more expensive a car is it's not that it won't last that's not true i would say that it's just it 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 be it's more, it, more expensive to maintain and um, there's just there's just more that can go wrong because you're getting probably a, a you know a more high tech engine, more features. Um, there's just more that can you know more that can and it's like more like the you know the it's like the more newer tech or whatever you know the latest and greatest. Um, so I, I I just think it's more expensive to fix and. And and that's where where the problem is is then once they become used and second you know second and third owners they're not the the, the people that can afford them at that point can't prop usually or not usually sometimes can't afford to properly take care of them right uh, is J Crew a luxury brand I I guess I don't think so I don't know okay Michael Kors is yeah yeah but I don't really I don't really have I don't know much about Michael Kors except for its pricing right. Well, that's the funny thing. I think that's what a lot of times I think if you want quote unquote luxury, if if there's a high price tag, it it gives off that kind of luxury feel to it, which which I think is interesting because high price doesn't always mean high quality, you know? Yeah. You know what? uh, Do you have any any uh, celebrity endorsements that really get you into a brand? Oh, that's a good question. Michael McConaughey. Going on one of his soliloquies while he drives. Oh, you mean uh, uh, Matt McConaughey, Matthew McConaughey? <laughs> who, who did you I said say? Michael. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Need, need a Lincoln? Isn't that isn't that the commercials he usually does? Right, our Lincoln. Uh, yeah, he's right. the Lincoln guy. Right. And and it, but every time I watch those, I'm like, what the hell is this guy talking about? <laughs> right. Sit back and. Just uh, some thing about what, uh, where life's taking. Well, when when I was younger, I will I will <laughs> tell you when I was younger because I was such a huge Rafael Nadal and Roger Federer fan. Uh, it was mm. all Nike tennis stuff, mm. all Nike tennis shoes, interesting shirts, all Nike, uh, all Nike. Stuff. I feel like I don't really I don't really know if I have a player specifically, but I feel like I was a Adidas person, Adidas person. Mm-hmm. But it it did feel like, especially in Germany, it was like, are you a are, you know? It's, it's one or me. the other. I really mean to say, as a soccer player, it's like, are you a Adidas person or a, or a Nike person? <laughs> and I think I just chose that allegiance. Yep. <laughs> like that's really all it was. I'm like, I think I'm going to be a Nike per- or Adidas well, see, person. I also now I don't really care. Right though. now I I like I think I actually kind of prefer Nike shoes okay. these days. To be honest with you, I, I like both. It's funny though. My cousin actually, she although I wear Sambas ninety percent. I mean, of the Sambas time, are so the what I'm probably about. one of the most versatile <laughs> shoes ever um yeah. But yeah my cousin used to work for nike actually so so i think we used to get like a little family mm. discount or something way back oh, in the that's day. cool i was younger so i'll say this it certainly 
Nike certainly does feel like a luxury item when you go to one of like the the Nike stores mm-hmm. at, in like Chicago or New York or something. One right. of those almost like Apple Store esque yeah. Nike stores. They're selling you the experience. I can't, I can't buy anything in there. Right. Right. <laughs> like oh, hell, I'm going to buy one of these little mini soccer balls just to say I was here. I bought something. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Forty five dollars. It's like oh god. Right. <laughs> right. You play hacky sack with it once or twice. Yeah. And lose it. Yeah. The, the th- I will say this though. I mean, the reason why I really do like Nike, a lot of Nike stuff, is I've used it for sports and it has lasted pretty long, um, for mm. the most part. I've so so I do think there is like we talked about uh, an aspect of kind of reputation. You know what kind of sure. you know associations you have with your name brand. I mean, it's kind of similar. Why I I really like Fender guitars is you know they've been pretty durable. I like the sound. I like the look, the feel. Uh, so yeah, you know, you know what I hate more than anything and let me know if, you, if if you've experienced this obviously most of my experience is in the car world but i hate when someone says oh i would never buy that brand oh or, yeah oh, no uh that brand is is um is you know shit some people you know? just have some really like, strong opinions oh dude actually i meant to we never gave a shout out i meant to give a shout out and i actually want to do this because it's about a brand okay Go and the it. response is hilarious. Oh, let's hear it. So this is a quick shout out, and it's it's not it's not long. So Coca Cola donated um, sixteen wheeler wheelers full of uh, bottled water to uh, communities in Texas, uh, all around Texas. But do you know the bottled water that Coca Cola owns, Chad? Is it Nestle? No, Nestle is a different brand. Coca Cola owns Dasani. Does it really? Okay. The roasting that uh, <laughs> that uh, Coca Cola took because people hate Dasani water. Mm-hmm. Why do people hate? D- I don't understand. I'm not a. I, here's the deal. I am a water snob. Topo Chico are, is my. You water. are a water snob. I, I didn't realize. And that I would. Right. I, but I don't buy bottled water. You know. Right. But there is a whole market uh, of luxury. And like the irony Voss. is, if I had to pick bottled water, I probably wouldn't pick Dasani either. Cause it, oh, I'll tell you this. Mm-hmm. I've gotten to a level in my life, and I am willing to say this. I'm not ashamed. If I were to go to a gro- uh, like a gas station, say I'm on a road trip or something, and I'm getting a snack, and I'm getting, and I want to get a water, I will get a Fiji water. That's right. I will get a Fiji oh, water every people, time. Huh? That's the only water I will buy. Really? <laughs> it, it does taste good. For that, but that's the thing. I don't buy bottled water, except for Topo Chico's. So if, if I'm on... So this is only when I go to like a gas station or something. Um, and, and, like, and so at that point, I'm like, yeah, I'll get, I'll get Fiji because I think it tastes better. And um, it is sort of like the luxury water. Right. I'll say... So maybe <laughs> I have given into the brand. You have. But I think they it tastes gotcha. better. They gotcha. I don't hate Dasani, though. But people hate Dasani. Do you, at the very beginning of the pandemic, um, th- th- there were grocery stores where, like you know, the the water, the bottle water session was cleared out, except for Dasani's were left. That's funny. <laughs> that's how you can show marketing. You know what uh, the people really like and don't like. That's for sure. You know the the ultimate classy water brand, by the way, Smart is, Water. Is, I don't no. like Smart Water. I feel like Smart Water is lost. It's because you're too smart like the, for it, Jared. I feel like electrolyte water is a scam. I'm not going to lie. I was going to say Voss, the round cylinder bottles. Are you familiar with Voss? I think so. Though that's that's peak luxury right there when it comes to uh comes to <laughs> the water game. Mm. 
anyway, sorry. I, I wanted to get that shout out, but I also just found it funny that um, like it's it's a brand a, a brand trying that Coca Cola did the, did this yeah sure they want to help but it was also a marketing ploy sure. you know look, look coca-cola is helping the community and then it's just so funny to me when the when the marketing sort of back backfires and they're just like how like how dare you do this to the people of texas you know you know what my favorite <laughs> my favorite brand speaking of brands and social media is wendy's just wendy's, seeing their tweets yes. and roasts are hilarious Yes, and and a lot a lot of brands have tried to, uh, and they always come short. A lot of brands have, tr- yeah. Yep. You know what I actually noticed on on um, Slim Jim on uh, uh, what's going on with you, Chad? My shoulder, dude. Fucked it up last night. Oh, sleeping on what? it weird. I told you. Oh right, I told right, you. Right, I'm right, getting right. old, Jared. Like <laughs> it hurts, dude. It hurts a lot. It sucks. You look like my grandpa right now. Oh, it sucks, <laughs> man. All day I haven't been able to do half the things I wanted to do because my shoulder's been bugging me so much. Oh my gosh. So, um, anyway, sorry. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. But the, oh yeah, Slim Jim was saying on Instagram. They always they comment on these meme pages, and I'm like, what are you doing? Like it's always <laughs> right. just, are you t- it's always kind of crazy. Is that how you get to the Gen Zers? You gotta <laughs> is that the new type of marketing. <laughs> I was like, Slim Jim, you, your time has passed. You're disgusting. You're millennial food, and your time has passed. Right. <laughs> millennial food at best, maybe. Might be more of a Gen Slim X. Slim Jims were popular when we were kids. Yeah, but I mean. I never really liked them. I ate them but here I, and there, I knew but kids, yeah, they're not that great. Kids would get them in their lunchbox. They'd get, be all hyped. <laughs> it would always be. It would always be sort of like the bully kids that would get it in their lunchbox. <laughs> though, let's be honest. <laughs> we've been awkward, Jerk. If I would have been like, well, I used to always get some gyms in my lunchbox. Jared. That explains a lot. That explains a lot. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, man. I think brands. The the key is uh, price exclusivity. Also, obviously, reputation, right? Marketing. Um, yeah, and marketing. And th- there we go. I would say, yeah, because it's, it's, it's really, yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. Um, I, I, I feel like I do. Do you feel like you give into, you give into uh, luxury? Like, you, you, like, you're like, sometimes you're like, oh, they got me. Mm, not, not really, but there are certain, certain brands that like, a lot of my workout stuff, uh, like a lot of my shoes, are Nike. If it's like for sports, um, so I mean, in the- sometimes, sometimes I feel like that with Apple. Actually, like I've sort of trapped myself into this belief that I need to stay in this ecosystem. Right. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I don't think I need to do. I this. mean, I've I could say the same thing actually with guitars as well. Um, although I've actually been thinking about getting a, a a different guitar from a different brand. Actually, believe it or not, maybe Gibson. Um, but yeah. as a car enthusiast, I, I I do pride myself on not on not being like maybe there's maybe there's brands like I probably wouldn't get that brand. No, I don't think there is. If I think I'd consider every brand if there was a car like if there's a car that I'm interested in. I don't know. I I, I try to be open minded. You know. Yeah. Well, it's I think it's and really I'm not, important. I'm not a very brand loyal person to anyone really. Well, and the, I think and about the thing it. is too is it's except Apple, I guess. Right. Well, the other thing about being brand loyal, it's like unless you're actually like a paid endorser for that company, who cares? you know right well that's the thing oh dude that's the thing about like tesla Mm -hmm. tesla has they have evangelists for their have you seen that before Mm -mm. oh you didn't know this oh my gosh they're 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 fan they're like if like uh, like they defend elon musk on on uh on twitter they like you know these people talk about how like their cars are the greatest there is this one video of this guy talking about how like autopilot 
uh, saved his his saved someone's life, but he was doing it like with his family in the car and like looking, you know, like not focusing on the road while using auto autopilot. And it's like that's probably why you're you know the other person got into an accident because they weren't paying attention and trusting autopilot right i was like and it's just like these event like the evangelist of brands are always and it's not just tesla i mean tesla is very popular for being a a like having crazy sort of brand evangelist Mm -hmm. but those people are so so interesting to me how do you feel would be like the fanboys or the stands i feel like I have a question. Yeah. How do you feel about mixing and matching or like wearing Adidas and Nike Ooh, at the same time? Watch it. Whoa. Whoa. You wouldn't don't, do that? Don't be doing that. No, I don't really you care. You wouldn't do no, that? No, I don't really care. Okay. I don't care. <laughs> um, I, don't, I don't really care one way or another, no. Because that is a huge faux pas. I feel like specifically for, for Gen Zers. Mm. Can't, be, can't be mixed for and matching. For the young kids, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't really care. <laughs> to be honest with you, I don't, either. I don't really I don't either. care. Um, do whatever either. floats your boat you know if, if that makes you happy yeah who, who cares? i don't I, i'm not i don't i don't have any brand that i care that much about you know that right. i would go up to bat for right and i feel like even if even if you did it, it's probably because that other brand they just like whoever is the owner of the company has done like something very irre- irrehensible or uh, uh, you know reprehensible thank you yep uh, <laughs> thank you i can't speak english today apparently um but yeah so i think that's the other interesting issue with branding too is that uh, a lot of people like you mentioned as well with tesla and elon musk like some people really stand behind whoever is the the face mm-hmm. of the brand right um mm-hmm. so so if that person like i remember i remember for a while uh there was quite a smear campaign for the guy who owns jimmy john's i guess he's big into like sports hunting um and has, yeah i don't think know, he owns it anymore right i, I have um, i have no I- idea but i just know that, like that that pissed off some people enough where they're like yeah i'm not eating it Jimmy John's. I didn't eat at Jimmy John's for a while. I actually just start. No joke. It's crazy that you say that. I don't really know if I was was supposed to be not eating there or not. Or at by the point, I fully I didn't understand why I wasn't eating there. Mm -hmm. But I realized for I did like when I worked on my last job before I moved to Philadelphia. But then after Philly, I just never really ate there again. And until like a couple months ago, no joke. Interesting. I'm like, I'm like, I don't know why I didn't. like, like I, I missed it. Why. I missed it. Yep. <laughs> I like it. I like Jimmy John's. Yeah, I mean it's not. <laughs> but too bad. yeah, you, like there are the pictures of him like naked on top of like a, a elephant, naked like a on dead top elephant. Of an elephant is. <laughs> no, there is a picture of him naked on top of a, like a shark or something. Oh jeez, a dead shark. That's messed up. But there is a picture of him like killing like an elephant or something right. like that. Um, and I was like, yeah, I don't know this guy. Just, just like I don't need to support this guy, I guess. But then, I, and then also, actually, after I started already eating there again, I found out that he doesn't own it anymore and i don't actually i don't know i mean he must still get paid somehow from it i don't like if you started the company yeah i have no idea uh, or unless they unless they just buy someone buys the company from you i guess you don't you don't get paid anymore but i don't i don't think he's involved with it anymore right. is essentially what i'm yeah. getting at no no idea but i think at the end of the day brand loyalty i think it's one thing if it's you know if it's like apple for example if you're used to using that interface and that's why yeah if you like right. it i don't I don't fault people for right. it, but I do think like extreme brand loyalty is a little ridiculous, just a little bit. Yeah, I don't. I don't fault people for having a brand that they like or and having sticking a preference, to it. right? Exactly. It's like, oh, I've always gotten this, and it's never done me wrong, so I'm just gonna stick with it. Right. But like the people that are like, um, I, it's more like the people that are super anti other brands. You know, like, oh, I would never right. be seen and it's like, okay, get <laughs> off your high horse. Way. All right, 
or like oh th- this brand or even if it is like a good like a still a good brand like you see it even with like you know luxury stuff where it's like oh all bmws are crap or all mercedes it's like that, even, that statement doesn't even make any sense <laughs> i will say it's like how i will say this though about luxury brands i love it when people somehow make a spin on it and like somehow make it kind of funny like uh like i know for a while in china you could see shirts that uh it looked like it was a gucci shirt but then they had peppa pig on the shirt for example um, mm. So like oh, I yeah. love seeing stuff like that. I think that's like really funny. It's interesting to see mm. how people poke fun at kind of the idea of these super high luxurious brands, and then they like oh put yeah they had another on one it. of those they had another one of those with the Thrasher logo, yep. didn't they? Yep. But those were super expensive too, weren't they? I, thi- I think so. Yeah. <laughs> but see, it's it's weird. It goes in this like weird cycle. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. It's like it's like they're poking fun at it, but those like yeah, but this but shirt also money. cost me right. two hundred bucks <laughs> right. exactly. for a white T-shirt that has Peppa Pig and also the word Thrasher on it, you know, spelled incorrectly or something. But yeah, yeah, yeah it's crazy. All right, dude. That was. I think we covered yeah, it. This has been a fun one. It. Let us know mm-hmm. what uh, what luxury brands you like or your thoughts on brand loyalty at untranslatablepodcast at gmail.com. You can slide into our DMs on Instagram or on Twitter. On Instagram, it's untranslatablepodcast. On Twitter, untranslatable1, the number one. Uh, also, check us out on YouTube. No song of the pod today, but we have lots of them from other episodes, so check those out as yes. well. Untranslatable Podcast. And lastly, please, five-star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher and let us know how we can make this podcast better for you. So as we say here at the Untranslatable Podcast, Dekuyame, muchas gracias, shisha, and dosvidanya. I'm going to watch this uh, Chris D'Elia thing after we hang up here. It was funny, though, because half the comments are just like, People like this isn't funny, and it's like <laughs> that wasn't the point of the video. People, that's hilarious. Yeah, you know, yeah, I, oh, I, I don't know if I said this on the pod, but you know, I, you know how I know that it was probably a pretty good apology. How? Because I didn't see anything about it on social media. That's true. If if, if it was a terrible apology, he probably would have gone viral. Oh yeah, but that's I, true. I didn't see I didn't see any. Like, I had I had no idea. That's a really and, you know, good I follow point. a lot of comedians on, right. on Twitter. That's a really good point. I didn't even think about that. But really good observation. I think if it was yeah. bad, I I, I would have known. Or yeah, you would have heard about <laughs> it for sure on Twitter. Yeah. I'm sure. But it's the, but does he I'm still like, have oh, Twitter? I, is his does he have a Twitter I mean, account? Still, does he post? I think anything? his account. He has. A, I don't. Let me let me see. I mean, I think the account's still active. I just don't think he's posted since uh, the thing and like right. the, you know that uh, all that stuff right. came out. I will say this though, man. It is it is too bad that like. Yeah, he hasn't posted since um, since it all went down. Uh, June fifteenth. Okay. And it's just a random post about some kid. Okay. Yeah. Which is actually it is kind of ironic. The last post. Yeah.